Hello and welcome to the Combo Faith Podcast. I'm Chris Raffi. I'm here with the official fiance of the panel biter, Macy. That's me. That's you. Don't you usually put music at the beginning? Yeah, I'll do that after. For the, for us, it's after. For them, it'll be the beginning. You failed. It's the magic of editing. Failed. So, uh, today, Macy, I want to talk to you about a Spider-Man book. Because, I mean... I like Spider-Man. That's, you, that's yeah, the reason. Exactly. When it comes to comic books, you like Groot and you like Spider-Man. I never admitted to liking Groot. Oh, you don't like Groot? No. Oh, you don't like Groot? No, I changed my mind. <laughs> Hey, I, I told you I liked Iron Man in that movie that we watched. That one? The Avenger you, movie. You, you know the one with those the, those Avenger guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're doing this because, uh, again, Spider-Man is one of the few heroes that Macy likes. Uh, we've watched Homecoming together. we watched Into the Spider-Verse together. Uh, we're going to see Far From Home when that comes out ju- July 2nd. Okay, we also need to re-watch Homecoming, Homecoming before, Homecoming before that. Yeah. In June. We're almost in June. We'll do it in June. I think it's June 2nd that it comes out. You just said July 2nd. I get them mixed up. I'm, I'm looking it up. We're going to figure this out. <laughs> I know. It's like in a week. So it's like, in a week? It's in like a week or two. It's June 2nd. Far from home. Yeah, you, that's the one. 1989? <laughs> I don't think that's the far from home we're looking at. <laughs> no. July. It's in July, Rappy. So that's a month and a week away. Are you sure? Are you sure I'm the one that's wrong? Um, the internet can't be wrong, don't you know? The internet knows everything. Okay, well, Spider-Man Far From Home is going to come out in a month. <laughs> and uh, that movie is, of course, involving Peter Parker going to Europe. Which is a pretty new thing for the movies. They've never done that before. Uh, in You're ter- saying the movies never go to Europe? There's plenty of movies where people go to Europe. Are they spider people? I don't know what their secrets are. But, uh, the, in terms of movies, Spider-Man's never been to Europe before Far From Home. That's cute. In terms of comics, um, he's had a couple of, of world travel. <laughs> it's funny, in the comics, every time a character has to go away, they usually go to Europe. I mean, like his wouldn't gr- you? One of his girlfriends, his best friend, like some other characters, they've always gone to Europe, just would, to escape. If you had that choice, wouldn't you do that too? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So don't judge. I don't judge. But, uh, yeah, just, like, watching the Far From Home trailer reminded me of one of my favorite Spider-Man stories. Is this going to ruin it for me? No. I'll no, no, no. off the balcony in no. <laughs> You keep threatening that. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man Family Business, uh, written by Mark Way with art by Gabriel Delato. Um, Delato. Now, this, now, this actually isn't a book. This is a book I've done before on podcast. Um, but two years ago for Justin's birthday, we covered this book. To go back and listen to that one. Yeah. Because it'll probably be better than this one. Uh, no, you can listen to this one closer when the movie comes out. Because we don't know. Um, because the thing is, Spider-Man Far From Home involves uh, Nick Fury and other secret agents. Correct. And this book, Family Business, involves Spider-Man and, and secret agents. It's going to tell me exactly what's going to happen in the next movie. <laughs> He's ruining it for me, everybody. Ha ha ha, it's ruined. This will be the last podcast I'm on because if it ruins it for me, it I'm ruins... going to jump off the balcony. That, that's the, oh my god, that's the fortunate thing about the, the Marvel movies now is most of the time they aren't exactly like the comics. No, that doesn't that piss you off because I don't know about anybody else. And I'm not, I, I don't read comics, so like. Your closest thing is like books. Yeah, yeah, but if I read a book and then go see a movie based off the book. Yeah. If it either leaves out like things that I thought were important in the book or it changes, like 
especially if it's a book that I love. Yeah. I hate it when a movie's like, oh, we, we can just get rid of this fire scene over here. We don't need that. <laughs> like, that would make me so angry. I guess the difference is that for you, the source material is one book. Right, for the a comic. Sp- for a Spider-Man movie, it's like there's 85 years of history. Yeah, see, I don't like superheroes. Because of that. Because it's I think been it's around too stupid. long. stupid. No, I'm not saying it's been around too long. I'm yeah. just saying... There's, like, 736 different Spider-Man in the world. There's, like, 27 Iron Mans yeah. with different... Like, well, that's just stupid. And well, no, I'm reading about Spider-Man. Yeah. There should be one Spider-Man. Right. And this multiple are you shit saying, are is you, stupid. Are you saying there have been multiple years or there's multiple people who are Spider-Man? Multiple people. Okay, yeah, I understand That's that. all dumb. And how, like, I agree. To, to an extent, I agree. Uh-huh. I think Peter, Miles, and Gwen are fine. I'm not saying, like, the fact that, okay, there's different universes. That's different. That's different. Like, yes. That's fine if there's different universes, there's different spider people in different universes, but, like, I think you said, like, Power Rangers, for example, like... Yeah, every like, season, they, they change cast. I don't like they, that. That's they change stupid. cast, they change plot. Like, that's stupid. That, okay. That's all stupid. Okay, okay. Um, Let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. I was going to say something about the multiple Spider-Man thing. Oh, you wouldn't like this, but... So let's read it. No, no, not this, this. Oh, I know you're pointing no, at the book. I, I was I, like... <laughs> no, I have a Spider-Man fact for you that you wouldn't like. In the 90s, like starting in the 90s, they had four ongoing Spider-Man books. Yeah, that's stupid. Each of them were about Peter Parker. But they all had different stories. But they all had different writers and artists behind them. So if you were reading one Spider-Man book, you'd meet like new characters that the writer creates, but then if you jumped over to another book, it's an entirely different cast. That's, and Spider-Man's doing an entirely different thing. That's what I think is stupid. Yeah. Like, it needs... Like, it's fine to have different writers. Yeah. It's fine... For most for people. different characters. And I understand that, like, you as the reader would know that, okay, this is the set of books that chronologically go together. Yeah. But, like, I get that that's a thing, but I just feel like that's stupid. If it's the same character, every book about that character should somehow chronologically fall into... Their life. The same universe. Yeah, oh yeah, I agree with that too, because it's just confusing to be reading one book and then read another and be like, wait, he can't be doing this, because he just did this over here. I think the thing that they they kind of found a balance with was, like, doing that and letting the readers decide which was their cup of tea. Because something that, something that DC's doing right now is they have two Superman books, both written by the same guy, so if you like Superman and you don't like that writer... Well, you're, it sucks, you're kind of, sucks you. for you because there's two books and they're both by this guy. But in Spider-Man's case, if you don't like, like there's like three Spider-Man books right now about Peter Parker. If you don't like what uh, Zdarsky is doing, you can go read what uh, uh, Spencer is doing. Zdarsky, did he move yeah. those? Oh yeah, Chip Zdarsky is writing like two Spider-Man books right now. We we, we do sex criminals. Yeah, we, we read sex that criminals. Name sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. So Dusky did that. He did uh, Howard the Duck. We should cover it that at some point because that's a great Marvel book. <laughs> Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck. So it's how Chip Dusky got into Marvel. Is it about a duck? It's about a humanoid duck. Like imagine if Donald Duck existed in the human world. Okay, I'd be down for that. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into this book, Macy. He's gonna ruin it for me, everybody. So, the plot opens in this, like, backwater third-world country, uh, where there's this prison, and, uh, visiting this prison is a character called the Kingpin, this guy in the white suit, he's on the cover. Yeah, he looks like a very large man, 
Like, he looks like a giant. He is. Kind of. He comes uh, from giantism? Th- this is him right here. He's a giant. Yeah, he's very tall. He, he was birthed to giants. I, I would say he probably has giantism. He's, a, he's also very, like, rotund, like, round. Um, apparently, like, most of that is muscle, but the outer layer is fat. So he looks fat, but it's mostly muscle. That's cool for him. He's kind of got, like, the physique of a sumo wrestler. Um, but the Kingpin is this, um, he's this crime boss from New York. Kingpin, I don't like his name. The King, his actual name is Wilson Fisk. Well, because Kingpin sounds like a really big bowling pin, or, like, the name <laughs> of, like, a bowling alley. So, I mean, maybe he should be in, like, a bowling outfit. <laughs> his whole theme is throwing bowling balls. <laughs> Who are you calling Pinhead? <laughs> no, I have a, I think I have a pop of Kingpin. I don't think he's up there right now. But, well, uh, R&D, that's where all the pops are. <laughs> he's, he might be in the bucket. He might be in the bucket of ones that don't stand up right. Yeah, he just has a bucket that if he doesn't like that one, no. he just is like, get out of here. Trouble standing. Get out of here. Yeah. Well, I mean, you found a way to make Harley Quinn work now, didn't By you? By putting her on her head, yeah. So, find a way to make Bowling Man work. <laughs> but uh, Kingpin, in terms of like stuff he's been in recently. He was uh, the main villain in the Daredevil Netflix show. Um, yeah, he's, along with being a Daredevil villain, he's also a Spider-Man villain. He's also in the game. That's for the PS4. Um, but he goes to this prison in a third world country, and he finds this guy named, uh, Mentolo. This dude. Mentolo. Okay, Cantaloupe. Got it. Mentolo Cantaloupe, yeah. Got it. I'm gonna them all names. And basically, Kingpin is like, hey, uh, I can get you out of this shitty prison, but you gotta work for me uh, doing a thing, because I have a plan. Oh, so it's like Cuphead, where the devil, devil's like, do, <laughs> do my job for me. In case you can't and tell, I'll do something nice we've for been me. playing Cuphead recently. <laughs> it's not like we played it like four years ago, and you're like, oh, that's exactly like this thing from four years ago. Um, but yeah, so he gets Mentolo from this prison, and uh, he has plans for Mentolo. Mwahahaha. Uh, meanwhile, in New York, we meet up with Peter Parker, and Peter's in like a real, like, middle ground point in his life because the thing with Spider-Man is because it, he is constantly growing through the comics you can tell like where he where he's at in his life in this book it's kind of nebulous he has an apartment he's an adult we don't know what he does for a living he doesn't do anything he's a Spider-Man he's a Spider-Man man well cause like you know there are times when Spider-Man's a teenager there are times where he's a photographer for the Daily Bugle that's um, cute there are times when he's an adult and he teaches at the school he actually went to in New York. That's cool. I'm down for that. What? Okay, but here's the problem. Yeah. What if he's doing his teaching stuff? Yep. And then someone's like, help! We need Spider-Man! Help! And he's like, uh, kids, uh, turn to page 46. I'm just going to use the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that's, I think that's why I like Spider-Man personally. It's like, he has... He just... He doesn't have, like, a trick, or, like, he's not like Superman where you can just, like, whoo, like, out of the room really fast. Will, will you write me a Spider-Man comic based around that? What? I'm teaching a class and someone going, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, help! <laughs> uh, I, I have, uh, diarrhea, kids, I have to <laughs> a call substitute. But no, I like Spider-Man because, like, like, legit, this, the Spider-Man PS4 game starts with him dodging rent, a rent check so that he can go be Spider-Man. Like, I like that he has human problems, you know? I do, too. Um, but yeah, we meet with Spider-Man. We like normalcy in this house. Yeah. But I we, don't like weirdos. We are weirdos. No, I'm not saying us, I'm saying... Oh. 
cheaters like Thor. Oh my god, yeah, you think Thor's a cheater? He can still get fat if that helps. Well, that's good for him. So, Spider-Man is at a, uh, a corner store, assuming that he just got out of work, and uh, he's got some money in, in hand. I guess he just got paid today, but he's got cash. And, <laughs> and he's going to the market, you know, because he needs food for the for the his refrigerator. His refrigerator. Um, but he gets there just as soon as the clerk is going on break, and like closing up and like putting a sign that says uh, "Come back in five minutes." Bye. And, and Peter, and it's like raining, so Peter's like, "Come on!" I'm like, "I'm in the rain," and I like this Peter because like he's grown out of like, like he looks pretty like. Um, sorry, I think because of the art too, he just looks like a handsome dude. I like Tom Holland. I know you like Tom Holland. I'm just saying, I can see Tom Holland growing into this guy. Well, that's well. kind of creepy. You shouldn't know what Tom Holland looks like. I know exactly what he's going to look like in 25 years. Um, yeah, assumedly Peter's like in his mid-twenties, maybe 30. Um, but <laughs> stop looking out the window. These are the new ads. Uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I don't know if you see this, but there's two... Okay, so we live in an apartment complex, and I think we can see the pool from here, and they just opened the pool today, and there's, like, two older guys, and they're having a water gun fight. I don't know if you're watching this, but they're, like, they'll both keep going up to, like, the pool and, like, bumping it up. <laughs> sorry. Well, hey, listen. Don't let your age define you. I think that's amazing. But, uh, yeah, it's raining out. Peter can't get into the store because, you know, the guy went on a five-minute break. Um, but a spider sense starts going off, and, uh... Spider-Man! Spider-Man, help! <laughs> that's exactly what his spider sense sounds that's like. That's exactly what it sounds like. Um, yeah, his spider sense tells him that there's danger nearby, and this truck pulls up, out, like, behind the, the, the store or whatever, and he goes to the truck, and he lifts it up, and they have, like, things of, de- like, detergent in there. They're drugs, aren't they? No, it's called, uh, Crash, and drugs. It's, it's laundry detergent. It's like crack. It's, it's like that, but no, it's more pathetic. Because, like, apparently there's been a, a string of, like, robberies where robbers will steal this laundry detergent from stores and warehouses and then sell it back to small corner stores like this one in, like, bulk. What? Why would you steal laundry detergent? Because it's popular. Everyone uses it. It's like if someone stole Tide and stole I'm it. I'm surprised they're not just stealing it and then selling it to the kids on the street. They'll drink it. <laughs> I mean, they were eating Tide Pods for a while. It's true. Uh, you know what? This was written in, like, 2013. Oh, I'm sorry. This was before Tide Pods. This is before the Tide Podding. I'm trying to see what the date was on this. I think it is 2013. I was concerned. I thought this was the middle of the book, and I was about to have a... I'll uh, be like, why? <laughs> why is this the middle? Um, but no, yeah, these people are stealing um, detergent, and these two robbers are running out to get in their truck and drive off. Spider-Man dresses up in a Spider-Man costume. And again, like, the art... Now, does Spider-Man just have a button that he's like... Spider-Man! No, he wears his clothes... He wears the costume of oh, his clothes. Yes. But I, lo- I love this art. I just love the look of this Spider-Man. Especially because of the rain. Like, just the color detail. How does the, the mask work? Huh? What I, do you mean? Like, if he oh. wears his clothes under... It's not attached to the costume. So he just carries that around in his pocket? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, you know, God forbid a pickpocket <laughs> in New York takes his... Well, if that happens, if he gets pickpocketed, his identity will be revealed. <laughs> or someone's just like, what, what the heck, why does this nerd have uh, Spider-Man's mask? But uh, Spider-Man jumps on the hood of the car, uh, and he yells at the guys, stop in the name of Mr. Clean, because they're stealing detergent. Uh, the car ends up sliding into a curve and then crashing over, 
so all the detergent, like, falls out. Which means, like, when Spider-Man's jumping around, the, the streets are slippery and wet. So he can't stick to walls or anything. Uh, that makes him a stupid superhero. Like, <laughs> if his powers don't work in the rain, what good no, are no, you? No, no, not because of the rain, because of the soap. Well, if your powers don't work in the soap, what good are you? <laughs> He's good, dirty. Um, and when he, when all the detergent falls out, He's like, oh, Spring Meadow, I prefer Woodland Pine. You know, it's a joke about detergent That's so scent. funny. <laughs> <laughs> but he webs up the goons, and uh, he finds his, his civilian clothes and goes back to his... Oh, goes back to the shop. Because he needs his candy fix. He needs his food. He needs food for his house. And he goes there, and of course it's a crime scene, so he can't go in and buy food. <coughs> and he gets home, and his clothes are all wet and soggy because of the soap. At least they're clean. At least they're clean, yep. Um, and then just when he thinks he can relax and, like, you know, he's like, all right, I'll get food tomorrow. These clothes will dry off. It's going to be fine. And then uh, some squat team dudes break into his window. Hello, Peter Parker. Aha, uh-huh, we have you. Um, and he's like, okay, um, this is random. These armed guards are here storming Peter Parker's apartment. Um... And when they arrest, they when they take him, one of them says, like, into the mic, like, all right, we got Parker, um, there's no Spider-Man, there's no, like, local heroes, so Spider-Man's like, all right, good, they don't know that I'm Spider-Man, that's good. They, <laughs> when they're, and like... So they pit-pocket him. No. They're, they're gonna put a gag over him, and he goes, like, is this about the cable bill? And he puts the, they put the gag on him, they put, like, a, a bag over his head, and then they strap, like, a tow rope to his arms... So like, because they have a helicopter, so they're planning on carrying him up to this helicopter. And of course, you know, because it's dark and these guys don't know he's Spider-Man, he uses his strength to break the rope and like fall. Oops! And he has his web slingers under his coat. Sure, hope he sued them. Sued them for dropping him. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's their fault. Yep. Oh it's my their god. Their fault. One hundred and twenty-seven percent their fault. I wouldn't be surprised if he tried to do that. Just because he's so poor, I'm surprised he doesn't try to. I would, I'd be like... Exploit the insurance. Excuse you, but you yeah. dropped me. That would be irresponsible of him. Be irresponsible of his powers. Yeah, he can't be irresponsible of his powers. So, he, he falls, like, through New York. And, of course, they think, oh, we just dropped him. Oops. Um, he falls, and he swings, and he ends up swinging on top of this car that pulls by. And the lady in the car pulls him in, and he gets into the passenger seat. And he's like, hey, what's going on here? Who are you? And she's like, my name is Teresa Parker. I'm your sister. Teresa Parker. Okay, she looks like him. I, 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 can, I, can, I can get under that. Wait, I can't... Don't, why did you say it like that? That's weird. You're weird. You're weird. I didn't know how to word it. So she's like, I'm your sister. And Peter in his head, like in his monologue, starts going through every villain he knows that can shapeshift. He's like, okay, the chameleon, uh, Skrull, Mesmero, Mystique. Like, it has to be something. But then he's like, wait... My spider sense isn't going off. So, whoever she is, she isn't a threat to me. Weird. Because he knows he isn't, he's not supposed to have a sister. And by this point, he already knows like what the deal is with his parents, which we'll get into soon. So he's like, I'm an only child. Like, who? This can't be right. Who the heck are you? And she, she's doing everything in fast mo- motion. She knows someone's following them. them. So, she crashes the car. Like, she loses the helicopter... 
And then she crashes the car, and they jump out, and it explodes. I hope he sues her, too. So it looks like, you know, they died or something. They get in a taxi and go to the airport. And he's like, I'm not getting on a plane. This is just, like... And she's like, what, you gonna go back to your apartment and enjoy the hole in the wall? He's like, I guess I have no choice but to get on the plane. But, um... Yeah, so the story with Peter's parents... And we don't know if this is true in the MCU yet. Um... In the comics, Peter's father and mother were secret agents. Now let me ask you this. Okay. Does that line up in all the comics? Mostly. There's some. There's an alternate universe where his parents are like scientists, but in every other universe, usually they're secret agents, and they either work for Shield or they work for the CIA. Okay. Which is why, like, it this might come up in Far From Home because oh, no. he's, he's working with Nick Fury he's in that movie. It. He's ruining it. He's ruining it for me. He's ruining the whole movie for me. <laughs> can't see it now. I can't see it. Oh, no. Um, but, yeah, Peter is like, you know, my he, he knew that his parents died on a mission when he was young. And so they left him with his Uncle Ben and his Aunt May. And they never talked about siblings. He was an only child. And she's like, yeah, well, that's what I thought until a few weeks ago. Because Teresa worked for the CIA... And she knew, she grew up with foster parents. She never knew her birth parents. So in investigating her birth parents, she found a lead that tells her that she might be their daughter. Might. So now she's lying to Peter Parker being like, I'm your sister. She, she's pretty sure she just doesn't have... Like, she has a family photo of, like, when she was born. She stole it. <laughs> but that's... That's Peter Parker. No, that's her only lead. And she's like, I'm, I've been looking into it. And... In looking in for it, she got wrapped up in this thing where people are looking for her and Peter. Some skeevy people that want them dead or something. So, like, they're gonna get on the, the airplane, and Peter's like, Look, I can't even get on the plane. Alright, my passport's back at the apartment. And she's like, It's okay, I made a copy of it. And he's like, What? How'd you get my apartment, you creepy, creepy? She's, she's CIA, she's secret agent. Still! Secret agent. She's creepy, creepy. So they get on. They get on. Maybe it's his mother, but she doesn't want to admit it. Why would she? Why wouldn't she admit it? Because she's afraid that he'll think that she abandoned him all those years ago, <laughs> and he. She doesn't. She just wants him to like her. I mean, that's what Teresa thinks about her parents. Because she's like. She is. Different. No, she's like. We have the same parents. Obviously, they left you with family with Uncle Ben and Aunt May. But, like, they just sent me to, like, another family that... Like, I was I was in, like, an orphanage and stuff. Like, she wants to find out more about her connection to the Parkers. But she's, she also resents them because they gave her up and, and they left Peter with family. She was the forgotten child. Yeah. And they're on, like, a private jet. And so, like, the... Uh, the, the How can they afford a private jet? She's, she's rich? A, she's CIA. It's government money, yeah, she's a secret agent. <laughs> um, but, like, the stewardess is like, you want champagne, sir? And, and Peter's like, uh, no, I'm good, because he's never had champagne, because he's poor. Well, then, that's why you say yes. And they serve him caviar, and he's like, what is, what is this? Um, I feel like, can I get a grilled cheese? Yeah, can I get, like, a, can I get some fries? <laughs> fries, I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah, can I get some air fries? That'd be great. Um, but he's like, but Peter's like, alright, now that we're on the plane... Can you explain to me what's going on? And she's like, no, I'm going to sleep for ten minutes because I've been awake, like, a very long time. 
So I'm just gonna fall asleep. How long is a very long time to research? She's been awake for 72 hours. Because she's my mother. 72 hours. She's my mother. She's no one's mother. I'll tell you that right now. Spoiled Wait. story, she's not his mom. That ruins the whole story. Yep. <laughs> so they fly to France. Go? Let's go. Let's go right now, yep. I'm here right now. Um, Sorry, we gotta end the podcast. I like this angle too because it's them getting out of the car and like it's a reflection Why does off of the. he have a shirt on Well, because. And that one. No. Oh, yeah. Well, because uh, they get to this hotel in Paris and uh, she's gonna meet an informant at this casino and it's a fancy casino. So, and she has to make sure that Peter's protected, so she's bringing him along. So the two of them get, like, dressed up real nice to go to this casino. Okay. Which is why he's getting, like, his, like, fitted and everything. He's also making sure to, like, uh, put his, take his costume off from under his clothes, so that way, when the people fit him, they're not like, hey, what's this fire suit about? I like Spider-Man. I'm a big fan. These are my pajamas. I go everywhere in them. I don't like changing. I just, you know, I want to take off this, and I'm, okay, I'm good, I can sleep. Um, <laughs> but while he's getting fitted for the suit, he calls his Aunt May. Uh, who's, like, getting her hair did. Getting her hair did, Getting her hair did. Um, and he's like, hey, Aunt May, uh, just out of curiosity, did, did my parents ever talk about having a, a, another kid? And she's like, where would you get an idea like that, Peter? Is Teresa supposed to be younger than Peter? I think so. A little bit, yeah. Okay. Um, but Aunt May is like, where would you get an idea like that? And Peter's like, I had a dream, I had a sister. And she's like, oh, you are a strange man, Peter Parker. Um, but yeah, they thought about it. But, you know, they never, they never did. Huh. So. To her knowledge, they never did. What happened was. Mm-hmm. They had Peter Parker. They gave Peter Parker to Aunt May. Yep. They took off to do secret agent stuff. Uh-huh. She got pregnant again. Had baby. <laughs> Teresa. And then they either died... Or had to go on more secret work and couldn't take the baby with them. Mm -hmm. And the government didn't know that the baby should have gone to Aunt May, mm -hmm. so that's why Teresa was put in an orphanage. I guess we'll have to find out. I'm so smart, I figured out the whole book. The whole book. Um, <laughs> but before Peter hangs up, he's like, um, Go back to being beautiful, Aunt May. I hear Channing Tatum is, is single these days. Yeah, he's huge. He's got a good relationship with his aunt. So they go to this casino. And uh, it's funny because she's like, I'm going to go talk to the informant. Here's some, some chips. You know, you just keep busy. Try to blend in. He's like, all right. I don't want to. He goes up to this table and he's like, put 22 on black. And the guy's like, this is back rat, sir. <laughs> and he's like, then I recite my bet. Because <laughs> he he's never been to a casino. We've never been to a casino. Let's go. I have, but it was when I was too young to be in the casino. Let's go to a casino. Yeah. In the future. Yeah, in the future, where we can afford to go to a casino. Um, so he, he sits down at another table, and this guy comes up behind him and puts a gun in his back. Well, shit. And Peter's like, well, if my spider sense wasn't enough, maybe the gun in my back is a, is a good clue. So he hops over the table, gets behind it, and then he's like, I need a distraction so that I can go change. Um, and he flips the table onto this dude. And it's a pretty cool shot. Um, he runs off to the bathroom, and then just before Teresa can get stabbed by another like uh, agent or whatever, 
he webs up her fit his face, and then you know Spider Man appears. So does Teresa not know that he's Spider Man? Yeah, she doesn't know that he's Spider Man. Oh. And and because like, because he doesn't want to tip her off. When he comes out of the bathroom, he's, like, doing, like, a broken French accent to seem like he's the French Spider-Man. So he comes out, he's like, uh, the pocket is under my protection. And it, it does fool Teresa. She's like, Peter, where are you? And he's like, alright, good. She doesn't know that I'm Peter. She thinks of some French guy who's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And, uh, the only person left in the casino that hasn't run out is this dude in a, a trench coat. And, and he starts using his powers to reveal he's a villain called the Cyclone. Is he in uh, No, but he might be. Cause he's in, ready for me, everyone. Because in Far From Home, Spider-Man's fighting like elemental creatures, so maybe there's a there's gonna be a wind-based guy. I don't know. Okay. But uh, that's the thing about Spider-Man villains: fifty percent of them are animal themed, forty-nine percent of them are elemental themed, and then one of them is a fucking goblin. Did you just come up with those numbers? Yes. Have that for number coming up with. Yeah, so Cyclone is a, a French supervillain that has existed. Um, I think this is the same guy, but a different costume. Like, he's just, he's got an upgraded suit. Um, or it could be a different guy. Um, but Spider-Man is like, hey Cyclone, where's your manners? Didn't your parents ever teach you not to break room in a, in a or break wind in a crowded room? <laughs> can't make that sound. We're not good at it. But um, but um, there you go. So, the Cyclone is like, no one said Spider-Man would be here. Stay out of this. And he starts making a whirlwind in the room. Um, so Spider-Man has to like web all the people to the walls so that they're not in the Cyclone. I thought all the people left the room. Yeah, there's still some people. You lied to me. Yep. I can't trust you anymore. I think most of them are just like the agents that are trying to catch Spider-Man. Assholes. So he webs them to the wall. Teresa's still in there, just like, Peter, where are you? <laughs> Wandering around the cyclone. Um, and Spider-Man uses the wind to, like, get himself in position. And then start webbing up the cyclone's back. Because he knows the cyclone isn't a mutant. He doesn't have natural powers. So his powers must be coming from the, the, uh, the suit. Because there's a big, like, engine bit in the back of the suit, basically. So he webs up the back of cyclone's armor. And cyclone's suit, like, breaks... Because uh, he just didn't figure out what Spider-Man was doing, and because he's a stupid man. Um, so Spider-Man's like, "Who sent you? Like, who? I want, I want a name." But like, Cyclone's knocked out cold, and Teresa, you know, walks up and he's like, "Spider-Man, funny how you're so far from home." You ruined it for me, Rob. That's gonna be the joke of the movie. <laughs> I had no idea this line was in the book until I reread it this morning, and I was like, "Oh, that's great." That's you perfect. Ruined the whole movie for me. Um, but, <laughs> so but Spider-Man's like, uh, non, cherry, uh, je homme de arachne, French Spider-Man, oui? French Spider-Man, oui? Viva de Spider-Hood, and he leaves. Bye. And he goes back in the bathroom, changes back into Peter, goes up to, to Teresa, and she's like, uh, you missed it, Spider-Man was here. And he's like, wow, Spider-Man was here? Golly. I had to take an angry poop. Sorry. I had to take a huge jump. So, they get into uh, Teresa's car, and they're driving to meet uh, another another informant. And, you know, Peter's like, are you going to tell me about this this other informant like that we're going to talk to right now? Or and she's like, 
Oh, you'll, you'll, you'll meet him soon enough, Peter. You'll meet, you'll meet him soon enough, Peter. And he's like, okay, I'm getting sick of this cloak and dagger shit. So he grabs the steering wheel, he puts his foot on the brake and stops the car in the middle of the road. That seems really dangerous. There's no one else driving. You don't know, it's France. But that's that's what she says. She's like, Peter, we're in the middle of the road. Like, get your foot off the brake. And he's like, you know what? This view is so pretty, I could stare at it all night. All these stars. What a beautiful night sky. And she's like, God, okay, fine. Um, so she, she just explains, like, how she's been uh, figuring out this mystery about herself uh, and who she's been, like, being sent to talk to. And the person they go to talk to is this old man who used to be, like, the mission handler for the Parkers. Okay. So he used to give them jobs to go do. All the secret jobs. All the That's secret. That's where Teresa was born. All the secret job. Um, the parents are still alive. They're just on secret jobs. Yeah, the three of them are just drinking tea or whatever. And he explains basically what the real plot of the book is going to be. So there was this mission that their parents went on before they died. We're, over, we're like halfway through the book and this is the real plot. <laughs> This is where we learn stuff. This is where we learn the secrets of the book. Um, so on, like, one of the last missions that that Richard and Mary went on was stopping these Nazis from recovering Nazi gold. No Nazi gold for you. Because, of course, Nazis did bury gold. And in this case, there was a huge uh, supply of gold buried in Cairo under the ground. and Like, in, like, a temple, basically. And, you know, it was Nazi gold that was hidden there. And there were these mercenaries that worked for Hydra, which are basically just New Age Nazis. Um, and they were trying to recover the gold, but the problem was that the gold was guarded by a Nazi robot. Nazi robots. That makes sense. Called the Sleeper. He doesn't seem like a very good guard if he's called the Sleeper. Well, because he sleeps until he hold has on, to guard. Hold on, okay, like okay, okay. halfway through his book yeah. and... King Bowling Man has only been mentioned like once, and he's on the cover. Where the where where the heck did he go? He shows up a little bit later. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, the sleeper is this robot that guards the Nazi gold, and the Parkers were sent to basically like seal up the temple. And the way it was sealed up was Richard Parker, you know Peter's dad, uh, used like a facial technology scan to lock up the temple, so only his face can open that temple. Peter Parker's face can be able to. Or Teresa's, one of the two. So, there's a group of people that want to capture Peter and Mary so that they can, you know, get into the temple. Do you mean Peter and Teresa? Oh, Peter and Mary, never mind. No, yeah, Peter and Teresa. Okay, I was right. Yeah, you, you Richard and Mary are the, are the parents. Yes. Peter Parker's parents. Well, you said Peter and Mary. I did, my mistake. Yeah, don't make mistakes, don't use my little brain. <laughs> so, they're like, alright, we gotta go to Cairo. But first stop, we need to go to our parents' safe house, which is in, I think, Switzerland or something. So they get in the car, they drive off, and the mission handler takes the cup that Teresa was drinking from and puts it in a bag to study it, because he doesn't remember the Parkers having another kid. So he's going to do a DNA test on her, like, uh, DNA... She's a secret child. Nobody listens to me. So we do check in on Kingpin, and he's in, he's in uh, Cairo with Mentolo, and they... King Bowling and, uh, Yep, and they, they have basically an idea of where the Parkers are right now. So, in Switzerland, they find the safe house. What are you looking at? 
just the way that this, like, this picture here, like, the way that the art is, it looked like he had, like, a full-on, like, Justin Bieber haircut from, like, oh when God. Justin Bieber no. first started out, and then no. I was like, wasn't he bald? So I was like... Yeah, he's bald. <laughs> Famously bald. <laughs> um, like bowling pin. Like a bowling, or a bowling ball, one or the other. If it's the theme... He's even wearing, like, a floral, like, button-up shirt like you'd see at, like, a bowling alley. We bowl. We bowl. Um, so they go to the safe house, Peter and, and Teresa, and it hasn't been opened since the last, since they since the parents have been dead. So they get in, and everything's kind of old, and, like, all the familiar smells are still there because it hasn't been opened. It's been sealed tight. And uh, they're just looking around, and Peter finds, like, this grid, like, hologram system which is what they used, like, as a computer. And cool. because the technology is really old, it thinks that Peter is Richard. Told you. And so he starts, like, studying, like, where this mission in Cairo was, so you know exactly where the Nazi gold is hidden. Okay. And they're planning on going there, opening it, and then destroying it, like, caving it in so that no one can get the gold. Um, they can take it. They're the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, Mayor, uh, what is it, Teresa's kind of upset because, like, there's photos of Peter and the parents in this safe house, but there's no photos of her. Because she's not the real child. So, you know, the two of them are getting ready to leave, and a helicopter sent by the kingpin blows up the safe house. Oh, well, Mr. Bullman, <laughs> Um And Peter clings to the side of a cliff and holds Teresa so that she doesn't fall. And this is where she finds out that he's Spider-Man because his costume gets revealed under his, his clothes. Peter, you should have taken it off. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they're hanging there. And she's like, I knew it. And he's like, don't be a show-off. <laughs> don't, don't tell me you knew it. You probably, you probably didn't. You were trembling around when I was Spider-Man. That's, like, that's what everyone says. When, they, when, that, when anyone finds out I'm Spider-Man, they always say they knew it. Don't even get into it with me. Um, <laughs> So she catches like the photo that uh, like of Peter's parents that he had dropped. And, you know, they climb back up and they go. They fly out to Cairo, and when they get there, she gives Peter a new costume, which is uh, his black variant costume. Spider-Man, black Spider-Man. And she had some people at the CIA make it. They didn't ask any questions. Um, and this, the, the black suit is something that's like, it's like Spider-Man's second suit in the comics and in everything else. Um, it used to be a killer alien that became Venom, but then he made a cloth version of it to use on stealth missions. He also wears it when, like, he's in mourning. Like, there was a point where Captain America died, and he felt well, sad about it. He ruined it. Now I can't watch Captain America movies. There's a point where Captain America dies, and so Spider-Man dresses in the black suit in mourning while he's being Spider-Man. It's kind of like... At, it's like, out of respect. It's out of respect. It's like at, at, at uh, Jobs... When, like, a coworker dies, you put, like, the arm, like, the black armband around. It's, like, his version of that. But she gives him the suit, because, again, black and white, it's more of, like, a secret agent color scheme anyway. Yeah. They're, gonna, they're not going to dress him in the red and blues again. Because um, more serious occasions, people are like, yeah, how about you wear a black suit so you don't stick out like a sore thumb? So they go to the, the sands of Cairo. Ugh. He dresses up in the costume. They, she's like scanning the area for like a secret passage and he's like don't bother I've been doing this long enough if you just poke around enough and he finds like a secret passage like by himself he's been superheroing for a long time 
But they get down to the um, the temple or whatever, and Peter's going to use his face because the the mask is specifically built to bypass the systems of the temple to make his face close enough to matching Richards. That works. Yeah, so it's halfway his face, halfway technology, because there is an obvious gap in technology being used. Um, but he takes off his mask, and the kingpin who's been hiding in the shadows with his armed men is like, Ah, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. This changes everything. Because okay. he knew Peter as a reporter, and he knew Spider-Man because he fought Spider-Man numerous times in New York, but he never knew that they were the same person. Well, now he does. Yep, now I do, huh? I'll ruin your lives. It's all over now. I used to you now. Yep. And Peter's like, I'm not going to open that vault door. Like, he's like, he's like, you better do it or I'll kill you and your sister. And Peter's like, he sees Mentolo and he's like, oh man, Teresa's not my sister, is she? And then Mentolo's mental illusion goes away. And she turns out to be like a blonde chick with blue eyes and like fa- fair skin. God damn it. You can't just see Taylor Swift everywhere you go. Yes, I can. You can't just have bread in the morning and be like, look, there's Taylor Swift in my bread. But she's like, no, this can't be right. I, I know I'm the daughter of the Parkers. Here, I have a photo. And she takes it out, and the photo is also an illusion, and it just looks like a black photo. That sucks. So, Mentolo used his power. This was part of the Kingpin's plan. To find a CIA agent who was an orphan, use Mentolo to manipulate her into thinking she's the daughter of the Parkers, that she'll investigate the Parkers and lead Kingpin and his men to the temple. What he didn't count on was Peter... I, I think he did count on Peter Parker because he tried to capture him at the beginning of the story. Yeah, he was count on Peter Parker. Yes, that's the only part he didn't know. So he's like, ah, my plan worked perfectly. And, and Mentolo's like, am I done? Like, my head hurts. Like, he's not. he doesn't want to be Mentolo. He doesn't want to use his powers. It just hurts. He's like, shut up, Mentolo. We're not done here. And he's like, now open the vault or I'll kill your sister. And he's like, well, I guess... Uh. And he's like, Kingpin, if I open the vault and the robot comes out, people in Cairo are going to die. And he's like, well, that's what I'm counting on. Because the people of Cairo will deal with the robot while I smuggle the gold out. What an asshole. So Peter opens the door with his face, which is a funny sentence to think about. <laughs> open the door. Um, and everything starts caving in. Sure enough, this fucking robot... And for whatever reason, it also has a robot glider. Comes out of the ground. Looks like a transformer. Yeah, right? Michael Bay would have a a field day with this. But it comes out on its freaking glider. Spider-Man is like, he just has to hope that Teresa is okay. Because he has to go fight this robot. That's good. It is. Um, So he starts fighting the robot. And it sucks because, again, he's he's just Spider-Man. Like, he's strong, so he can punch the robot, but he can't, like, shoot lasers or anything. Meanwhile, this robot has, like, millions of guns and, like, killer tentacles and stuff. Um, Teresa's trying to get a shot on Fisk, but he's moving around too much. And Is this robot in the I don't think so. I haven't seen the movie. It's not out yet. I understand that, but you know things. No, it's not in any of the trailers. But, hey, all those monsters could be robots. We don't know. Um, but, yeah... What is it? Uh, Teresa's trying to shoot Fisk, but they're, you know, he's got mercenaries in the way. And he's like, you don't want to kill me. You need me. You're going to need my protection. Because when I tell the world that you're Spider-Man's sister, or no, not that you're Spider-Man's sister, when I tell the world that you know Spider-Man's true identity, everyone's going to come after you. 
Um, so Spider-Man's fighting the robot, and he's trying to make jokes, but, like, it's a robot, so he's like... Because Spider-Man makes jokes during a fight to, like, hide how afraid he is during the fight. Okay. Like, it's, it's his coping mechanism for everything. And usually it works because he's bouncing off of villains who are like, would you shut up already? You talk too much. He's like, yeah, I know I do. Uh, like, it helps him out. Because he's fighting a robot, the, the, robot's, not the robot's not answering him because it's a big robot. And he's like, all right, this is, this is scary because you're just a killing machine. And he's getting attacked by the thing, and he goes... Great, this thing's half Dr. Octopus, half Scorpion, and half Spider Slayer. I hate math. <laughs> um, and Teresa, she's like, she's running out of ammo, but like, she's trying to get around the mercenaries. She runs into a group of four of them, and she's like, why are there more? I didn't see where they came from. And she's like, and wait a minute, why do they look all blurry? So she picks up a rock and just swings it at Mentolo, who had been behind her. She's like, get out of my head! Bop! And Spider-Man just kind of like, Flexes his way out of the That's robot's pouches. What? There's that picture. This? Yeah. Nah. Like all the like, along with all my tentacles. All the tendrils, yeah. I just like it because it kind of just looks like he flexes them out. And then breaks them all. But he starts webbing up the lasers. Um, he breaks into, like, it kind of reminds me of the scene from The Incredibles, actually. Um, he breaks into, like, the robot's innards and starts taking it apart from there. It starts spiraling out of control, flying back to where the temple is, conveniently, and crashing into the sands. And it crashes, and out of the rubble, you know, Spider-Man comes back out, and he's all bruised and cut. Aww, yeah. Peter Parker. And he's like, Teresa, Teresa, where are you? And of course, Kingpin comes up and decks him in the face. Rude. And he's like, you little insect, you buried the gold even deeper. You've ruined everything for the last time. And he goes to punch Peter. Peter catches up his big old fist and freaking punches him right back. He's like, you can't imagine how much I wish that were true. You repulsive waste of carbon. And, you know, Peter goes to, you know, find Teresa and help her, but then Kingpin gets back up with, like, a laser gun that fell out of the robot, and before he can shoot, Teresa has a gun to Kingpin's head. And Go, she, Teresa! And she's about to kill him, and Peter's like, whoa, whoa, whoa don't kill him. Like, we'll arrest him, but don't kill him. I don't do that. And she's like, well, I'm not like you, am I? And he's like, well, I think you're more like me than you know. He takes off his mask and everything. And uh, Kingpin swings, gets the, you know, gets the gun out of the way, and he goes to choke Teresa. But then Mesmero is like, I'm done with this book. I just want to go home. <laughs> this, I'm in the middle of Cairo. I'm sweating and bleeding out of my head. I'm done. I'm done. No one can tell me I'm not. I have mind powers. Why am I even working for you? So, he uses his mind powers to wipe the brains of Kingpin, Teresa, and Peter. So when they come to, um, uh, is kind of like in a, uh, a comatose state because he used too much of his powers. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, sucks for him. Um, and Peter, I think he remembers everything, but Teresa doesn't remember who, who Peter is. Or that he's Spider-Man, or any of that. Or ever thinking that he was, like, her sister. Or his sister. So the CIA show up, and they start cleaning up uh, everything. You know, they arrest the mercenaries that were left alive. The robot's taken away. The gold is, you know, buried deeper and deeper. Uh, Teresa doesn't remember much of anything, I guess. Um, But they're saying goodbye to each other. 
she gets on the plane, she flies away. We check in on uh, Kingpin, who's wandering the desert. Good, he can stay out there. Because Mentolo made him think. Like, he erased his memory back to the beginning of the plan. So he's wandering the desert being like, I need, I need to get Mentolo, because there's gold in a vault, and he can help me get it. I, I have a plan. So he's just wandering the desert, forgetting that he already tried to do the plan. Yeah. Forgetting that Peter Parker is Spider-Man as well. Okay. So that's, that's where they leave him. Um, and then in the epilogue, the old... Say uh, that again. Epilogue? Yeah, he said it weird the first time. I see it. You were like... Epilogue. In the epilogue, um, the, the, the old, like, British mission, uh, mission handler for the Parkers, he's studying that cup with Teresa's DNA on it, and we don't get to see the result of the DNA test, but we get this flashback where the Parkers are talking about having another kid. Or, no, they're talking about retiring and living with Peter, and, you know, because Richard is so much like, like well, I guess Peter... Because Richard and Peter are so much alike, Richard makes stupid jokes the same way Peter does. And he says, like, you, me, and Peter, the three Parkeritos. And Teresa's like, three, huh? And he smiles. So, and no one, here's the thing, this is like a self-contained book. Mark Wade just read it by its, wrote it by itself. Read it? (laughs) Wrote it by itself. No one brought this book up after the fact until a year ago. What? This book came out in like 2013. Um, about like a, not like a full year ago, but in the current Spider-Man book written by uh, Nick Spencer, Teresa is a, is a character. She came back. She is Peter's sister. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, she's like a new supporting character in Peter's life. That's cool. Yeah. Is um, she blonde? No. She is dark. I think she, I think the blonde was a dye. Okay. I think she, I think she dyed it blonde or something. But they explain in that book that, yes, she is, in fact, Peter's sister. And it makes sense, too, because, like, the fact that Peter's parents are secret agents never really comes up in Peter's life anyway. So the fact that he has a sister that is also a secret agent is, like, his only connection to his actual parents. That makes sense. Because Peter's not one of those characters like Batman or anything who's like, oh, my parents, I I miss them, and I I think about them all the time. He doesn't think of his parents, like, at all, really. Right. Aunt May. Wasn't he just so young when they were Yeah, he was just too young. Like, to him, his parents were Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I love this book. It's one of my favorite Spider-Man stories. Uh, it's part of the reason Mark Wade is one of my favorite writers. He did this, King of Come. Uh, he wrote The Champions. He did what? A book called King of Come. He did a book called The Champions. He did a lot of stuff that I liked. And I, I love the art by uh, Delato. Obviously, I, I pointed out... that one where... Like face has that's just the shading. <laughs> Alright, that's just the shading. But I like it. It's it's really nice art. The the shading, the color of the painting, it's all beautiful. It's one of the books where it's like it's one of the reasons why comic book artists need to get more credit. Because guys like that put a lot of work into making every panel look colorful and interesting. Mm-hmm. Um like, especially with Spider-Man's costume in the rain towards the beginning. I just love those images. Because um, a lot of comics don't do a thing where it's like, yeah, it's raining, but, like, we're not going to draw the... Like, you can see the sleekness on Spider-Man's costume because it would be sleek with the rain coming down. And the soap. And the soap. You can see the soap. You can see, like, the the blood and kind of the, the loose hairs when, like, Teresa's, like, 
and stuff is caving in. She's running around frantically. They just they just do a good job of bringing this world to life well, and not making it look too much like a cartoon or anything. That's but uh, good. yeah, what, what did you think of the book? I thought it was good. Yeah, you liked it. Yeah. Do you like how there were no distractions? Yeah, there was no ads in the middle of the book. Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> did you like how like it, it, it's pretty like? Oh my god, I said like three times. Yeah, I did. Did you did you enjoy that the villains weren't too over the top? Yes. Because there was there was a giant robot, and there was a cyclone man, but the main villain was a crime boss. Yes, I did yeah. like that. What do you think of the idea of Peter having a sister? I'm down with it. I think that, for me, personally, it was... I honestly thought that she was going to turn out to be the sister. And I know, like, she kind of does. Yeah. But, like, in the book itself, she doesn't really, like, she's just, like, kind of under mind power. Yeah, it's a twist. I wasn't seeing that coming. I'm sure, like, you probably do, because you probably know that supervillain who can well, control minds. But well, no, because the thing is, I knew Mesmer was in the book. I knew he was probably doing something. I didn't, when I first read it, I wasn't surprised, but I was disappointed, because when they revealed that he's, that she's not Peter's sister, I was like, oh, that's too bad. But that would have been interesting. Like, Peter doesn't really get new family members. He, he has a very small family. It's a really cool idea to give him a sister, because that's also a new female character in a Spider-Man book that doesn't have to be boiled down to being a love interest. Right. Like, it's just a supporting character that is his sister. Um... So at the end of the book, when they imply, because again, it was, there was a thirteen like this is dude this was done in like twenty thirteen, so there was like a four year and a four year, like a six year gap I guess, where yeah between this book and now because when they revealed that thing at the end where it's like oh maybe she is the real sister we're gonna leave it open to interpretation, I remember reading that and being like okay so we're never gonna see the sister again because only Mark Wade the creator of this character like gives a shit. Right. Like no one's gonna go back because this is just one book. She's never she didn't appear right. until until years later. So I'm like, all right, so this character will never show up again because every Spider-Man book does that, where a creator is like, hey, here's a new character. Oh, no one but me cares about it. Okay, they'll fade away then. Right. So I was really happy to see Teresa come back and someone actually use her later. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's Spider-Man family business. Uh, again, we'll see how much of this book. It's used in uh, Far From Home. I, I'm going to say little to none. Uh, I'd like, I, I'm sure they're going to talk about Peter's secret agent parents just because right. he, he's working Far with secret agents. Like, Peter's working with secret agents. It's the perfect opportunity to drop that little nugget. Right. And not have it be a big plot thing. Just, like, imp- yeah. maybe, like, imply that his parents were secret agents. And maybe, like, some of the secret agents that he's working with knew his parents. Yeah, like, Nick Fury probably did. Right. Like, Nick Fury probably got him because of that, and then doesn't want to tell Peter. Right. That'd be interesting. But, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us on this little, uh, this little podcast. Uh, go to panabite.pobby.com, panabite.box.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, we're on, uh, was it Apple? Apple. <laughs> we're on iTunes, and we're on Spotify. Spotify. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening so much. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye. Bye.